Once again, I'm Adam, and this uh, podcast is about you, your right journey on. in music, and we'll talk about the new album. Cool. Great, man. Amazing. Uh, so the, I, I read the bands from what, Boston area? Yeah. Are you yeah. originally from there, born and raised? No, I, I grew up in Watertown, New York. Oh, New which, York. Yeah, which is um, like an hour north of Syracuse. Okay, so was that upstate New York? Uh, like northern. So it's, uh, I'm 20 miles from Ontario. Oh, wow. Okay. So you're quite a bit, you're way up there. I'm so bad with the East Coast, man. I'm, uh, yeah, right I recently moved to Tennessee uh, oh, okay. two and a half years ago, but I'm from San Diego and I spent my oh, whole right life on. on the West Coast between sure, San Diego sure. and San Francisco. So right. it's right. wild for me to come out here. I'm, I guess I'm not, I'm considered the South, but like right. how close everything is. Like I talked to guys from New York or Boston, like Pennsylvania or, you know, uh, Philly that you can go around to all those cities within like an hour or less. And it's like, it's wild. (laughs) That's why touring in those areas is good. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like we, you know, we did, you know, say Vitus, then you go to fucking Philly, then you do Pittsburgh. You know what I mean? Then you go to Ohio, you do Indianapolis. Yeah. Everything's, you know, with, within a nice amount. Yeah. It's not not like fucking Europe, man, where you're driving. (laughs) <laughs> like oh, days. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> you know, you, you get to bed like at four, you're up at eight, and you're in a Oh my gosh. You're literally just like, I need to get the fuck out of this. <laughs> yeah, I can I imagine. Running <laughs> yeah, like I go from I, when I live in San Francisco, like driving back home to San Diego is like nine hours, eight, nine yeah, hours. I'm like, I, yeah. I can drive my family, my parents originally from cleveland so i could drive oh, wow. from my house in in nashville to cleveland in like less than the amount oh, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> uh, people forget that they're like oh yeah it's an easy like no it's not man yeah when we tour west coast you're yeah literally you're like you're okay, like people, oh, that's you're psyched to be like dude that's fucking 10 hours like right <laughs> people think here is like oh yeah you'll make it to new york in three and a half hours like, it's a different no, state. No. Yeah, you're like, I'm playing LA and then San Francisco. They're like, oh, that's cool. You're like, no, that's eight <laughs> yeah. hours easy. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to take a fucking carrier pigeon. Right. Yeah. Oh, get it. Awesome. So you're, you grew up in northern, northern yeah, New, York. New York. So what yeah. was that like? Interesting. Uh, so like I had a hockey rink, but so I, I grew up, you know, I played sports. Um, shit. I, you know, I, I started playing hockey when I was like four. Wow. Um, you know what I mean? So, so you were I, yeah. like skating what, before yeah. that? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and then, you know, in high school, I had a rink in my backyard. Um, wow. You know, uh, you know, I played lacrosse. I played football. I originally went to, so I've, I've had two shoulder surgeries, like even before I was like out of high school. Oh um, my God. You know, I've had three discs taken out of my back. Like I heard you, I think my first disc, my freshman year playing football. Oh, um, wow. We can relate. I've had, Four cervical Stop. spine surgeries on All my right. neck. Yeah, yeah. it's a bitch. You know I mean? <laughs> so you know, I, I think I had the first disc taken out. Twenty something. Then I had oh two God. taken out. I think I was in my forties. So yeah, all from you know just treating my body like a fucking amusement park. <laughs> right, know? of course, but you it's know? worth it, right? <laughs> uh, well, I don't know about that now. I'm fucking fifty-one, and sometimes it's an hour to put socks on. <laughs> dude i'm 39 almost 39 it takes me an hour you know to put socks on yeah some days um no you know so like i always dug music and, and that, that's like a, a cool thing about my parents um you know my old man is like you know he's passed away but he was you know he's just a typical like irish you know you fucking play sports you do really well in school uh-huh. or 
or you know <laughs> so uh but but music was always around um and uh it was finally you know so i i went to college to play lacrosse and wow I, I i caught a pass and my fucking shoulder literally fell out like my stick fell my glove i was like you gotta be fucking kidding and it just hung there you know so i was like hey to the athletic trainer they're like whoa what the fuck i was like i, I caught a pass and so my dad was like oh you know i'm gonna come and get you we'll get a second opinion i'm like oh fucking christ so <laughs> so, you know, so, he, so he came got me went to see uh so the guy that did my surgery and stuff, he was, he was the uh, doctor for like the Dartmouth hockey team. And, oh, uh, wow. So he was like, yeah, legit. Yeah. Like so, so, you know, so my dad, fuck, I'm like 18 years old. Right. And he, and, and the doctor was like, Butch, let me tell you something. If you want this kid to use this thing, you know, when he's 25, let him fucking go. <laughs> so, so, you know, so then I'm like, well, what the fuck do I do? Because, you know, from the time you're, Four up until the time you're 18, I was always, you know what I mean? Like you go to practice, you do your schoolwork, right? Uh-huh. On fucking weekends, you know what I mean? You got games or practice or shit like that. So I'm 18. I'm like, I have all this fucking free time. So, you know, I, I went down and uh, did a show with a buddy of mine. And I, man, I caught that bug. And like, a f- I was like, this is fucking great. Like mm-hmm. I can get up. You know what I mean? I, I'm not sore in the morning. <laughs> Yeah, you know so I mean? you played music before that. I mean, to be able Not to play really. at that time, but like, like what, what did yeah. you play? Like, what, what was the first instrument you learned to play guitar? Um, so guitar, but uh, I never sang in public till I was like maybe 18, 19 years old. Oh, wow. Yeah, like it just, you know, it was one of those things you don't kind of. Uh, so I, I went down uh, with my buddy and we did, you know, like um, quite some Dylan tunes and uh, like a bird's tune, like You Ain't Going Nowhere um we did like tangled up in blue uh by bob dylan i mean we did like a jim croce song um <laughs> oh, that's cool. I mean, this is the fucking 1990 you know yeah yeah um and man i loved it like i fucking absolutely loved it and so you know from there um you know i started like writing music and uh i mean i i i like i don't know any chords like i'm, I'm luckily i could play by ear and shit you know what i mean uh-huh. i didn't you know I, I took like a couple things when i was a kid just to learn how to play like a c chord a g chord shit like that um you know you hang out in your room right and, and you just try and learn like tunes and things like that and so i think finally um when i was ah fuck i don't know maybe i was late 20s i took a couple lessons just to kind of learn a few things um and uh you know when i started playing with gozu uh i was really lucky um doug is you know he's an amazing player uh and you know just kind of watching him and and you know the, the three guys that play right now they're all berkeley dudes and oh i didn't know that wow yeah 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 like I, you know i makes fun. sense boston where you, yeah, you probably know all I mean? met yeah yeah people are like like you know what key and i'm like fuck k minor you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, don't ask you that go fuck yourself <laughs> um so you know it, it was it was when you know because christ i played in like you know before i was in gozo and shit like that i played in a seven-piece soul band you know what i mean with fucking uh i was the solo guitarist you know we had horns we had a percussionist keyboard player uh you know we would open up for like parliament funkadelic stuff like that no way yeah so you know uh, so for me like groove was always like 
if it didn't make you shake your ass, like, I don't want to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then Doug was in a band that, you know, the shit they were playing like with, with the meters. I mean, they were fucking nasty. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how I met him. And then he and I formed a band uh, where it was like, um, you know, like Jeff Buckley is Radiohead stuff. Like oh, yeah, that. yeah. Okay. You know, but I always, you know, loved like, you know, Thin Lizzy fucking, uh, you know, Sabbath. Um, uh-huh. I remember, you know, hearing Clutch for the first time, you know, you know, for, I don't know, 90 something. And I loved Queens of the Stone Age, um, <laughs> you know, so I'd, I'd always been really into that. And so he was like, why don't we, you, you want to do something like this? And I was like, yeah, I fucking love it. And uh, so, shit, this is a while. This is like 2008, I think. And, uh, and yeah, so, so we've been going ever since. Um, and uh, it's been an interesting journey, you know, from, from going from being a kid and just kind of strumming just for something to do. Mm-hmm. And then during high school and really I just would, if I could play, I would play, but I was, you know, you're so fucking busy. Yeah. And, I was going to say, it sounds like you were just doing uh, sports like all the time. So to all the time, yeah. have time to dedicate to even playing guitar, probably on a regular basis or joining sort yeah. some sort of band was that shit was, yeah. yeah, it was fucking non-existent. Like, yeah. I didn't know any other dudes who play guitar in high school. <laughs> you know? Oh you yeah. Know? yeah. But it just all the guys that played sports. I'm sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I, I went to like a Catholic school. I graduated 75 kids. We would oh play all the, big, all the big public schools. We kick the fuck out of them. You know, <laughs> oh, wow. like yeah, some of the best, the, uh, the best teams I, I remember in San Diego were like bishops, which was the pri- which was the private Catholic school. Yeah, uh, they were like good at everything. Yeah, <laughs> junior year, like we won everything in hockey. Like my senior year, we we won it, and then I think we were like fifth in New York. You know, we we we'd have to get like police escorted from fucking rinks and shit like that you know what i mean because it Whoa. just you know it, it was great like these fucking rednecks would literally you know throwing shit and you know, we'd go over the, you know the fucking boards like you know guys would like <laughs> try to come over that would fuck you like cracking them you know what i mean shit like that i remember having to go to the principal and he was like uh my defensive partner and i we had played together fuck since we were seven years old right so uh-huh. and uh he was like uh michael and mark uh Sister Marianne told me that uh, there's some language that you guys should not be using and, and there are young kids, you know, that are sitting behind the bench. So what do you have to say about this? I was like, can I take it? He's like, sure. He's like, why don't you tell them to sit somewhere else? Fuck out. You're like, there's plenty but, of seats. <laughs> he was like, so, you know, and then, uh, and yeah. And so my senior in lacrosse, so my last hockey game I played, I put this fucking thing behind my back. I couldn't get it back in. And that was the seventh time. Um, so, you know, so then, yeah, I had fucking surgery where they put a huge pin in it. So three days after I got my, this is terrible. So three days after I was out of a sling, um, I was out, you know, walking, you know, to get in my buddy's car to go home. This kid came behind me. He fucking punched me in my shoulder. He drove the fucking pin. It tore through everything the other side. Oh he didn't my do it gosh. On, you know, he wasn't even thinking. It was like yeah. a young, I literally dude, I I I thought like I was gonna piss my right. So I've he fucking tore the thing right through. So I graduated, you know what I mean? And that Monday I had to go get it fucking removed and everything was fucked up. So I you know, so I still attempted to, you know, to play lacrosse and 
in sure. college? Because it sounds like you went to college for lacrosse. Yeah, I did. You know, and they mean? were like, "Yeah, go ahead and try." <laughs> like, you know, why? Well, you know, I, I think it was like more my old man being like, "I was like, fuck, you know, I'll try." He's like, rub some dirt on it. You're good. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hot on it. You know, I was like, <laughs> the fuck that. You know what I mean? I, I mean, one time this is terrible. I was a sophomore. I fucking separated my shoulder. Holy shit. I was like, what the fuck? It like popped up. Luckily, I was able to pop it back in. And I remember I told my dad and he was like, here's a couple of Advil and put some ice on it. <laughs> and, and we were like in Albany. And, and this dude that was this guy, Mike Perkins, amazing, all American, everything. And, and my way was a good sized dude. So I got a knock on the door. Dude, Mike Perkins. I'm like, the fuck are you doing here? He's like, your fucking dad told me to come down and talk to you. Uh, he's like, what am I going to say? No gaff. I'm like, no. He's like, what the fuck did you do? I was like, dude, I separated my shoulder. He's like, see, so want you to play in the game? I was like, yeah, he wants you to fucking play. He's like, I don't, he's like, I don't know what he's like. He's like, you hurt? I was like, Perk, I'm fucking dying. It's like, well, good luck. He's like, you tell your dad I said something motivational. <laughs> so I played the game. He had me play. So we go to the States. Uh-huh. I had two goals, two assists. And with, with a separated shoulder. So uh, I was, you know, and, and then fucking States were two weeks after. And uh, yeah, he made me play that in, in our first game. Yeah, it was, I scored like a goal with like a minute left to go and we won. And, but, Damn. but I got, man, we got fucking. So my body, unfortunately, you know, is, uh, has taken a bit of a uh, beating. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so now, you know, like, fuck, I, I play guitars that are like seven pounds. Um, you know, I, I mean, I, I work out, I do Muay Thai, you know, just just so I could stay in shape and, and just, you know, kind of, uh, you know, just be healthy. But um, but yeah, so, you know, I, I literally like have, have had to kind of before one European tour, I tore like fucking muscles in this, you know, from from Muay Thai. And I remember going on that tour and, and, and I would look down and my arm would have like these ripples and be like, <laughs> I would just uh-huh. be like, all right. Yeah, oh we fucking God. go, you know. It's like I their day, and then before the last European tour, my ankle is kind of fucked because I've broken both of them. I went to take a step, I fell, and I broke my fucking elbow. So our European tour, I did, uh, I don't know, fucking three weeks with a broken elbow. It's stuck. Oh, oh so God. I look like a professional volleyball player, you know. Right? I put <laughs> tape on the fucking thing. <laughs> I look like Karch Karai. Oh so, my uh, gosh. So, wow. so, so yeah, that's kind of my background. So music has kind of been a saving grace for me. Sure. Like, did you go to college in Boston? Like what took you then? to No. Boston? So, so yeah. So I went to Hartwood college, which is in Oneonta, New York. And, uh, so I ended up playing in a band. Um, it was like all my brothers type of shit, you know, uh, like very groove oriented. Mm-hmm. And, uh, one of the, and one of my best friends was from Boston. So, uh, I lived in Albany for a year. And uh, just because, you know, I worked out of school and then I was like, you know, let's OK, I, I've had enough of this shit. I was working in a school uh, where kids, you know, it was their last chance to go like they either, you know, straighten up or they went to fucking jail. So I yeah, worked at yeah, the yeah. school. You know, we do like Taekwondo holds and all this bullshit. It was fucking nuts. And I was like, all right, I've had enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something else. So, you know, him being from. Uh, you know, I, we moved to Boston and, uh, so that's shit. I, and I moved here in 1996. So, you know, yeah. I, I've been in Boston, you know, more than I was growing up in New York and, uh, and yeah, so just playing and, um, 
it's really become therapeutic, you know, uh, yeah. you know, just, just playing and uh, especially writing, you know, and, and, and especially, you know, the Gozu stuff has been very, uh, you know, therapeutic, you know, in writing music and, and especially in like writing lyrics and things like that. So um, it's been, you know, it's the best fucking band I've ever played in by far. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys have been doing it since 2008. I mean, you put even put yeah. what like a five albums. Yeah, I was gonna say you put one out in that same year, right? In yeah. 2008. Yeah, which is nuts. <laughs> oh my gosh! And yeah, it's like so, so like, I mean, is Metal Blade a new endeavor for you guys, or you've been on this? Our second album. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought you put out one before that. 2018. Yeah, Equilibrium came. Yeah, out. that's what I thought. Okay, so yeah. even what prior to that, were you guys just? um so we were on small stone uh which was which was great and and we're still you know i'm still good buddies with scott hamilton uh Mm -hmm. so yeah we did albums on small stone and then we did an album on ripple uh shortly after we put the album out on ripple uh we were playing at uh, lucky 13 in brooklyn and chris santos was there you know and he was like hey man you know i've been sending uh you know videos to brian slagle and uh like i knew who he was and so did joe doug had no fucking idea (laughs) Chris Santos was, and I was like, uh, so baseball Joe and I were like, that's fucking, is Tuck Tucker Chris Santos? And I was like, that motherfucker, he's never watched a cooking show in his life. So, <laughs> so he shoot the shit with him. And we're like, hey man, you know who that is? He's like, oh, he's a great guy. Yeah, he's, I was like, no, that's Chris Santos. He's like, oh. And so, uh, so you know, Chris came over. And I was like, hey, uh, hey man, like, your shows are great. Like, you know, how are your restaurants and things like that? Mm-hmm. And he was like, hey man, he's like, you know, uh, Blacklight Media, part of Metal Blade. I'd love to sign you guys. You know, and when someone says that, you're like, all right, cool. You know, thanks. That fucking Monday, we got an email. Like, wow, I, I didn't realize he had an association with uh, Blacklight Media. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, he owns it. It's his. Yeah, he's the fucking coolest dude in the world. Oh, my gosh. And, uh, and, and yeah. And so, so you know, so we don't sign him. A couple months later, you know, it's it's uh, the band and him and Brian Slagle. And Brian Slagle is a huge hockey fan, so he and I are shooting the shit about hockey during the whole meal. That's amazing. And, uh, so you know, so yeah. And he was like, uh, "Did you play? Yeah." So it was great. And um, you know, it was like, "What are you into?" I was like, "I was type of music." He's like, what? "He's like, how the fuck did you ever <laughs> play any heavy music?" You know. So I was like, "Ah, it's one of those things," you know. So uh, the, the thing about those guys is, you know, the sweetest dudes. Uh, but man, they're just such huge music fans, you know, uh-huh. and like being on that label has been amazing. Like that, you know, uh, uh, you know, our two reps, um, Heidi and, and, and Ryan. So Ryan was the bass player for Black Dahlia. Um, yeah. You know, and he's I could not ask for two better people to to, you know, to ever, you know, and it's great. Like, you know, bouncing ideas off them. You know, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And even Chris, you know, I, like. I'll text him and be like, Hey man, you know, what do you think about this? You know? And you know, it, it's, it's literally like, like talking to a butt of mine. Um, okay, Gaff, you know, let, let's think about this. Let's think. And so, and then Ryan ended up, uh, you know, mastering the album, which oh, was really, yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, he's like, would you mind if I master? I was like, you fuck kidding me? Like <laughs> Joe and Doug, huge black Dahlia fan. So, you know, just having him do that is, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely a team, you know, it's uh-huh. not, like there's just you know one person that does this and this so incredible I, I could not be luckier like if you would ask me when i was a 15 year old dude 
you think you'll be fucking doing stuff with metal blade? I would have laughed. They're like, right. Okay. Like I'll metal in my body, but I'm not going to, there's no <laughs> fucking way I'll be you know, putting out albums and shit like that. So it's, it, it's been kind of surreal, you know? Um, wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, and it's, you know, we, we've been really, really lucky. You know, our, this is the third album we've done with Dean Baltalonis and Dean is, man, that, that, that is, you know, from our first experience with him, when we did remedy, I'm excuse me. Uh, when we did revival, mm-hmm. amazing, amazing. That dude's ears are, are just impeccable. He would stop, you know, hit the space bar, and he'd be like, "All right, go back for a second. And, and I'd be like, "The fuck?" He's one of those dudes. He's like, "Yeah, you know, at six, uh, at six forty-eight. Uh, let's listen to that again. I, I think there was something." And it, it would, and I'd be like, "How oh, did these? How oh, this motherfucker?" And he's one of those wow. guys where. He's like, oh, that was okay. Let's try it again, you know. And he's like, okay, that's cool. Now let's do this. And then by our third album with him, I, you know, I would send, you know, so you know, we record everything. I'd send it to him, but he and I, I would really get into like, okay, you know, how do we want this to sound, right? And I was really like, I want this to be like Sly and the Family Stone, uh-huh. layered, you know, or I'd be like. I, I would love this to have like a Roxy music vibe or I'd be like, okay, this one, can we, it'd be like if Crosby stills in Nashville and the Melvins, you know, what I mean? <laughs> yeah. uh, you know? Or, or, or I'd be like, okay, like I'm really thinking like, this will be like Leaf on him, like Rick Danko and Richard Manuel, this, this sort of vocal harmony um, in a Motown feel. And, and it was just, and he just would push me and be like, Hey man, let's try this. Okay. Can you go up a third? Okay, now I want you to do a harmony for that, and now I want you to do the lower one. It was just, but you know, it was we had discussed everything. So when I got in there, um, I did vocals in three days. It was just one oh of those gosh. things where it was, you know, it, it was it was kind of like I, I, you know, I knew what I wanted to do, but there was shit like I was like, let me just try this. Like the chorus on Rainbow Two, that was like I don't even know where the fuck I came up with that. And I did it, and I was like, "Okay, there it is." It was one of those things where it's just like, "Okay, I'm going to try something." And the and the thing that's great about the guys that you know that I play with, they're really like, "Okay, let's try this." So everyone's open, you know, to trying different things. And it's the shit, man, when you're not even thinking about it, and you're like, "You do it," and I'm like, "I don't know where the fuck that came from, but I think you know that's it." And then you know, Dean, you know, he he would kind of give you a look, and I'd be like. He's a timid, he's a big, big, big boy. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm your fucking, you know, so he's one of those, he's just like, okay. Uh, so, but he's the, he's the sweetest dude, but, you know, and he has a way of being like, okay, let's try this. Let's try, you know what I mean? Instead of being like, ah, oh, I was fucking terrible. Like, like, you know what I mean? He's one, he, he, he just, you know, if he's saying it, it's from the heart and he wants everything to sound as good as humanly possible. Mm-hmm. So like having him, you know, produce, record and mix the fucking album and then giving that to ryan to master it was probably one of the best experiences i've ever had as a musician um you know i mean I, like i did my guitar and uh, like a day you know what i mean Whoa. um you know doug this is the best playing i've ever heard him uh you know it's it's a man there's some tracks there's like 16 fucking guitars you know oh my uh, gosh i mean Joe destroyed, I think he did his bass in like a day and a half, maybe two days, just because he, you know, 
trying different things over it. Mm-hmm. Drums, you know, so usually you show up, right? You fucking, you show up on a Friday. Usually it's the end of Sunday. You get the drums done. We show, we show up on Friday, I think. So, you know, this is set, this is Seth's first album and he's quite, you know, a bit younger than, than all of us. And, uh, we showed up at noon. We started recording at one. Fucking Saturday at two in the afternoon, done. Ten songs done. He oh my God. killed it. Wow, that's Most quick. Most of the shit you hear on that fucking album, drum-wise, is either first or second take. No way. Yeah. I mean, the kid. And then we were like, hey, you know, what? can you, can you do this? Okay, that's done. Can you try this? And he'd be like, oh, fuck yeah. And he would do it, and the three of us would be like, that motherfucker. And so it goes, <laughs> like, okay, all right, do this over. And, and fuck, kill it. Kill it. And sometimes he'd be like, oh, wait a minute, let me go in. And he, and he'd blow your fuck. He'd do shit. And we were just like, I remember the three of us just looking at each other and just being like, ah, you, it was great. And, and David Dean was like, this fucking kid, man. You know, so yeah, we were done with drum. We started doing guitar at fucking, I don't know, four o'clock on a Saturday. Sunday was all guitars. I mean, it, it really, that kid brought such a fresh air in. That was really, really needed. Um, you know, it, it was a thing, right? It's, it's like, man, this little motherfucker is going to show us up. Like, we better bring our A. That's what I was wondering. Yeah, if he comes in and does yeah. it real quick, you guys are like, oh, okay. This, this yeah. set the standard. Let's, we got to, we got to nail this. Let's do it. The first yeah. time, you know, when he came down to try out, it was just Doug, myself, and him. The fucking first half of the tune. I was like, thank you. It was, <laughs> you know I mean, I was just like, ah, oh, this is because, you know, there's constantly, you know, a, a sound in, in, in my head that, that I really, really have always wanted, you know, like I wanted someone that had kind you know, just such a groove, but hit like a motherfucker. Uh-huh. Um, you know, for, he, he's like, if, if Steve Gadd, you know, was to, to play with, you know, or, or or if you could morph him, you know, with like a fucking, you know, he's like like Dave Roller, Taylor Hawkins, or a fucking like Nico McBain, or like a Lenny White. You know, what I mean, he, that kid has so many different facets to him, and he so gets it. If you're like, hey man, you know, can you do this on this? Done, and. and uh, and he's one, and and he's great too with with coming up and be like, "What if we do this?" You know. Uh-huh. Um, so you know, because you know he, he's a professional musician. You know, he, he plays like a funk band and shit like that. You know, and so what? So he definitely he's thinking about the whole tune, not just not you know he thinks about the song, not just you know just the His drum part. part yeah. you know what I mean, uh, so he totally brought in such a refreshing like air he really uh, you know uh, he it was like a almost a revival of the band um and it was just you know yeah so we really had to step up our game (laughs) (laughs) i remember looking at this little motherfucker like like uh, i was like all right well boys we better hit that woodshed motherfucker get this done or (laughs) nuts over here is gonna like show us up so it was one of those things, you know, you go in, drums are done in a day and a half. The, you're just no one, you know, there's nowhere to go but fucking kill it. So right. he, you know, the foundation was laid where I feel like before, you know, it was like, hey, we bought a jacuzzi, but 
I don't even know what the fuck floor I'm going to put it on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like with him, man, the concrete was poured, the fucking rooms, the electrical was done. Now let's put in stuff in to make this shit shine. And, and it was one of those things where everything just kept getting better and better and better. And it was really, uh, you know, I, I think it's the best recording I've ever done in my life. Um, I, I think it's by far the best Gozu album that we've put out. Um, and it's just, you know, there was something about it where just, you know, the groove kind of took over. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it was fun. Like, it was, it was a fucking absolute, you know, sometimes you're in the studio, it, it's not the most fun experience in your life. Right. You know? I can imagine. You're like, sure. oh, fuck, really? Okay. <laughs> this was, man, I mean, this was just like, oh, shit. And singing over that stuff, it was, it was much easier because I knew where the one was, right? There was such a deep pocket. You knew it was, yeah, how tight it was. It was. So you're like, yeah, okay, it was fun deep. as fuck to sing over. That's like, awesome. because, you know, I would find myself being like, oh, ooh. you know what I mean? Just so the more, you know, you know I would get more amped. And it, it just allowed me to really kind of try a lot of different things. And luckily they work. Well, you know, I, I hope that people dug it. So no, it's a great record. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's you know it's one of those things where, um, you know everything was done and and kind of the same thing for equilibrium. You know, I, I had all the lyrics written, um, and, and I was literally sitting at this desk, and something hit me, and I just rewrote five songs in like ten minutes. I was like, Jeez. and then the next week, you know, um, I rewrote the other five songs in maybe ten minutes, and and that's you know those lyrics are what you. I don't, just something kind of came over me where I was like, fuck, like just, I just literally, you know, it's this pen I used and this pad. And I just, I just was like, bang, 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 bang. It's just one of those things where, uh, you know, I, I, I try not to like force myself to write and things like that. I, you know, mm-hmm. I write when it hits me. And, uh, and luckily, yeah. I mean, the same thing, you know, happened when we did Equilibrium. I, you know, I rewrote the tunes, but this, this lyrically was the easiest album I've ever written. It just, and you, you, was there something that like inspired that or you just felt like it just kind of came maybe even just came, the drums and like I had the stuff before, but I was like, eh, you know, this is, I didn't love it. Shall we say? Okay. Um, and I think just, you know, you're kind of, you know, your mind takes in things like through osmosis and I, you know, just, uh, you know, there, there was, I knew what I wanted to get out before. And, and I think, you know, I, I was kind of marinating on that. Um, just, you know, the, the kind of whole, uh, what I wanted to say in the album and, and, and how I wanted it to come out. Mm-hmm. And, and I think, you know, intrinsically, it was just like, Hey, let's go. And it just literally just came to me. And, uh, yeah, I try not to overthink it, shall we say, uh, right. you know, but yeah, it just, it just came. And, and I, I remember writing the first five, I was like, ah, this is okay, cool. This is what I wanted to say, like in the simplest way, humanly possible, you know, less words, uh, more, you know, emphasis on, on, on the emotionality of it, the mm-hmm. storytelling of it. And it's all real life shit. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, I, I can't write tunes about stuff that I have no idea about because right. it's, it's ingenuine, right? Like, I don't own a muscle car. I've never fought a fucking dragon. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, I've never you know, done a pilgrimage, you know. 
right. with some bongs in my bag. You know what I mean? That stuff is great, and I love it. But for for me, I can only write you know what I know about. So this is this album is just one hundred percent honest. Also, like is I that, have you know. I was gonna say, was that is that hard to be vulnerable or just came naturally? Um, you know what I mean? At the you know, I've gone through enough stuff where fuck it. Uh, okay. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's incredibly therapeutic. I bet. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's just like it's it's almost a breath of fresh air. It is tough, you know. Um, some of the shit to sing is it is hard because it hits pretty fucking home, or you know, or, or shit that that I've seen people go through, you know, that I'm really close with. Um, but you know, but at the end, it's easier to sing because it's true. Um, it, it's it's not a fable or something like that. So, uh, you know, I, th- I think that's a big reason is that, you know, when I was in there singing, it, it's definitely like a therapy session. You're getting out some shit that normally you would never talk to anyone about. <laughs> you know, it's not the right, most, yeah. you know, so, so for me, it's just, um, and, and I think kind of the way I think about that is, you know, we were playing, um, and uh, this is during equilibrium. And after a show, this guy came up crying and I was like, Hey man, are you okay? He's like, I just want to tell you, he's like, last year was the worst fucking year of my life he's like every day i would put on equilibrium and that's the only thing that got me through the day and i was like oh hey man he's the guy who's like do you mind if i give you a hug i was like no i was like bring you know bring it in so you know it just really kind of um impacted you know like if that can help someone out then yeah i mean why not you know what i mean right like so i really you know thought about that like if i'm going through this shit other people are going through it. You know what I mean? So if it helps even one person, then it's 100% worth it. So, you know, I, I definitely, this, this album was really, really easy to write. With and, that, I mean, with Equilibrium, Equilibrium came out in 2018. 18, yeah. Yeah. And then, so it sounds like this record was put together fairly fast, at least in the studio. Um, yep. Before this album, like going into like coronavirus, like COVID uh, and all that stuff, yeah. like that must have, Stop. Yeah, obviously suck, but it like how did that like directly, you know, kind of affect the band aside from like the live shows and stuff? Was it something yeah, like yeah. Oh, like our so, so we it wrote sounds a, like it took uh, a couple out you know a couple yeah. of years after the yeah. record, or was it done? So we, we wrote the album during during COVID. So I oh, wrote okay. like 20 fucking tunes, Doug wrote like 20 tunes. He wow. and I would literally just send back and forth to each other, send back and forth to each other. And I and I was pretty lucky, so I ended up taking uh, a couple guitar lessons from Chris Broderick. So, so my friend, Stephanie Cabral, who's was an amazing photographer. That that's, you know, that, that's Chris's girlfriend. And she and so I was just shooting the shit with her. And she's like, hold on a second. Literally two minutes later, I get an email with her and Chris and Chris was like, yeah, man, do you want to fucking take a lesson? So I was like, seriously? Yeah. So, wow. I was, so we did over zoom and, and, and uh, he was like, okay, put your, you know, put on like a C sharp seven. I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> he's like, I was like, I don't know. I was like, well, just tell me what fret. Like, this is fret, fucking right. like, just tell me what fret and, and I'll do it. And he was like, so we got done. It was like an hour lesson. He's like, dude, can we do another one next Wednesday? I was like, yeah, I would love to. He's like, are you bullshitting me? I was like, no, I don't fucking, I know no theory, you know? So taking a lesson with him really kind of uh, changed the way I kind of thought about playing guitar. And, and it was really, uh, I just, would sit down stairs and just play and like, just trying to. And so, you know, the, the stuff, uh, you know, the shit I wrote like Ben Gazzara or, you know, um, you know, the handler and uh pillow talk and Ash. 
Uh-huh. You know, those those were definitely different than, than stuff I've written before musically. Um, so, you know, I, I just, I think I'm a much better guitar player now than, than, than I was, you know, on the other albums. And so, you know, COVID was absolutely, I mean, we came off the best year ever. We had the fucking best year. United States tour ever had the best European. Then everything came to a halt, you yeah, know? Yeah. So I was like, well, I could sit here and be a, miserable fucker or <laughs> I can, like play guitar and, and, and get back in like really good shape and turn the shit into a positive. And so that's what we did. So we, so it was great. So we were able to pick the 10 songs we wanted to do, you know? It, uh-huh. So, you know, we had all this stuff and then we'd have a fucking drummer. <laughs> so, so we had, so that, you know, so luckily Seth came down. I was like, you know, it's just talk about, you know, like a, a shining star just kind of showing up in your, and, uh, and so, yeah, so we had the tunes and then, you know, we're like, let's do these songs. And and so, you know, they definitely changed because of Joe and and Seth, obviously, you know, for the better. So it was great. We didn't have to reinvent the wheel or like start really from scratch. We had these songs and we were like, okay, these these are, let's do these. And, and Doug and I have always done that. Like I'll send it to him. He sends it to me and he's like, Hey man, you you know I, I need a bridge for this and I go, all right and I'm always thinking with him like shit he could solo over you know or or things like that and he's always thinking like okay Gaff you know what can you do lyrically you know and, and vocally over this mm-hmm. so it just it, it it you know it took a whole different vibe um, you know having those songs and, and and definitely because Seth it just really. And Joe, I think, is playing the best bass he's ever goddamn played. So it, it was a thing where everyone really stepped up, but it, it it had a more kind of organic feel where nothing was pushed. You know, nothing was like oh, I'm going to do this just to do it. Everything was just like, oh fuck! It was it was really a natural process, mm-hmm. and, and and I think that's why it sounds as huge as it does, and why the flow is definitely you can shake your ass to it. You know what I mean? <laughs> You know, you have to, because the first thing for me is like, if, if the drums aren't happening, fuck, I, I can't get into it. You know, like, uh-huh. I, I don't want to have to think about the fucking Pythagorean theorem when I listen to music. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be like, okay, so is that equal MC squared right there? I just want to know where the fucking one is. I want to groove. I don't want to be throwing my back out because, you know, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, leave that for someone else, right? <laughs> I, I just want to be able, you know, to, to feel funky, like to feel sexy when. So, you know, it, it's just, yeah, it's it, it was. I think everything in this was came about very natural, and you know, there's a trust issue too, right? Like, uh-huh. I trust everyone, like they're they're gonna kill it, and this was uh, again, it was just one of those things where people were doing shit. We we're like, all right, all right. So, you know, it, it the, the recording process was great. But having, you know, Dean do it again, I mean, he's, uh, I would say he's kind of like the fifth member of Gozu. And then, you know, having Ryan master it and working with Ryan and Heidi, you know, they'll be like, eh, I like this, but I don't like that. And like, all right, cool. So let's fucking take it out. You know, mm-hmm. it's, 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 I think, you know, when you can have those honest discussions, that's when shit is like, you know, it's like, all right, these fuckers really care about it. And, and we're like, all right, cool. You know, or, oh man, you know, I'm not going to put any effects. I'm going to sing this shit. You know what I mean? And really when we were mixing it, we wanted a mix, you know, because everyone listens, you know, in headphones now. So we wanted a mix like 
if you have your headphones on, you're like, I don't know. This right. is, you know, we listen to like yeah. a lot of, you know, Pink Floyd. Um, I was listening to a fuck ton of Todd Rundgren. You know, um, I was listening to uh, The Last Waltz a ton. I was listening to like music from The Big Pink. Um, I also, love The Big Pink. They're yeah. A band. yeah. So, yeah, you know, that, that one by the band kind of changed, I think, my existence. And then, you know, I was listening to obviously like Sleep for guitar tones. I was listening uh-huh. to Dope Smoker a ton, listening to Yab. Um, you know, just, just thinking uh, again, how do you lay things out? And, and it, it just, uh, you know, we wanted to incorporate a lot, you know, our influences really in, in this album. And, and, and I think that they really shine through in this one. Very, very cool. Yeah. A hundred percent. Um, and you've got to do some really cool shows. You have a show tomorrow, I believe, right? We do. Yeah. 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 This so, won't be out by that time, but I think, it, I mean, the, Sure. You you guys did Cave In. I I loved Cave In. That was in. fucking amazing. Yeah, that I was. Mean, I mean, that it was sold out. Yeah, it was with Cave In and Yab. That, that's the best show I, I I think we've played collectively as a band. That was we really? had a half hour. We fucking destroyed it. Like, and, and if we didn't, I'd be like, ah, it's stuck. It was literally bang. Like we had it set up. Like after the third song, I want to say thank you, Cave In Yav. You know where it goes to, and then we fucking. So it was literally just three songs. Bam. Hello. Blah blah blah. Bam. And then we get the fuck off the stage, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, the, the, you know, we did 18 shows before that. And so, yeah, at that time, we were just ready to fucking just kill. Uh, you have to, you know, it was the last show, you know, it was a Boston hometown. So, uh, yeah, that's amazing. It was great, you know? Yeah, and, hometown and for them, like, too. Oh, yeah. K- oh, fuck. I mean, Cave and you know, those, those guys could run for governor. They probably, they legends probably that, win yeah. tomorrow, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, that scene and, is so tight knit out there with them and, yeah. I mean, even like Piebald and Converge and all those guys. Okay. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, Converge is the same thing. Those dudes are fucking king, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so definitely that steps up your game. You know, when you're playing with bands at like Caven and Yab, you got to step up. Your, you don't bring your A game. Don't fucking show up, you know? Because you know they're going to. Like, <laughs> they yeah, are. it's, it's and not their a fans are going to expect A game. <laughs> when you go up and you're just like Captain Sensitive, fuck you know what i mean like you literally like you got to come out and, and you just got to start throttling dudes in the face or yeah this is this is not sensitive let me hold you time right this is let's fucking get it on so yeah, yeah we, you know we knew what we wanted but having played all those shows just but you know we were tight and uh and yeah it just was it was fun and plus we got to go on at like nine o'clock which was great because almost every fucking show we're going on so late you know what i mean mm-hmm. so it was nice to be done at like 9 30 and you know because uh because we had the headline every fucking show on our tour so it's nice to be done and be like oh my god all right now i can breathe <laughs> you know it's yeah. not like fucking bands and be like jesus christ can we just get the fuck up there so it's <laughs> nice to be done and be like i'm gonna enjoy some chicken yeah. now and, some and get to enjoy the bands, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I can actually watch these bands that I really dig, and fucking not worry about like having to go on after and things like that. So it was a really a perfect way to end the tour. That's amazing. I, on the the show tomorrow, the poster is so yeah. dope. Like funky artwork. Yeah. Yeah. Who did that artwork? I'm um, just curious. So, so yeah, the guys from Mercy Lago did that. Um, who were really good friends. I mean, Ian Ross is one of my best friends. He used to play in Roadsoft. Um, and uh, so, yeah, it, it, ah, fuck, I'm trying to think. Well, the last time we even played with them, holy shit. It's been a couple of years. Um, 
and, and this club is a newer club, but it's supposed to be amazing. So I'm excited. I love playing Portland, Maine. It's one of those things where I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we played there with Elder. We played at Geno's uh, in 22, right before we went to, uh, fuck, I think a couple of weeks before we went to Europe. So Portland's always been like a, a great place for us to play. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited. And, and especially because, you know, we're rolling in the deep right now. So everything is sounding really, really good. That's amazing, man. So I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited. It'll be great to see, you know, those dudes in that band, too. Um, It just, you know, just to kind of, again, I think we're playing middle. So that'll be great, you know, get done. Then you watch the other band, enjoy a brew. Uh, I'm excited. (laughs) I'm excited. That's amazing. For us. Yeah. Do you have a favorite track on the album? Uh, Yes. Uh, I like you talked about earlier. Ash, that's one of my favorite ones. And I like the first song too. Um, oh, Tom Cruise Control. Yeah, and the name just sparked me. I was like, "Oh, that's funny." I want to listen to that one. Um, and I also like uh, number six. What number? Oh, I forgot what that was called. Magnet. Uh, pillow talk. I'm not sure. It's right uh, after that one, I think. Uh, where, I just lost um, it. Is it? Is it Ben Magnificent? Zara? It's Magnificent. Oh, Magnificent Morocco. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Magnificent Morocco. I like that one, too. <laughs> yeah, we played that one live, yeah. So I think we played six tunes off that album. Uh, oh, really? Tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We wanted to really pump the new album. We only played, like, three old songs, yeah. Majority. You play, have you played Ash live yet? We've not played Ash live yet. Oh, okay, that, that's the one yeah. that really stuck out to me. Oh, right on. And, but it started, like, the when I first got the album, I was like, the first song is is uh, Tom Cruise Control. Yeah. I was like, this is awesome. I got to hear. I, mean, I really want to listen to this band. A fucking crazy, crazy. So crazy story. So we were playing in uh, South Carolina. No, fuck, North Carolina. Our buddy works for Live Nation. Okay. And uh, it was like a Janet Jackson ludicrous show. He's sitting oh, wow. down. And so he's, he's sitting down and, and he looks up. And he's like, it's Tom Cruise is there. Because, you know, because uh, of the shit with Tropic Thunder for that ludicrous song, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, what the fuck was Tom Cruise in there? You know? And so he's like, he's like, he's telling, he's telling Joe and I, he's like, he's like, so you know what I did? It's like, I put your album up on the phone. He's like, he, and he just kind of walked over and like nonchalantly put it down in front of Tom Cruise. And Tom Cruise is like, Tom Cruise, he's like, is it about me? And the guy's like, ah, fuck no. <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> he's like, no, he's like, no, not at all. So he listened to it and he was like, what? And, and then before he was leaving, he, he was like, hey, man, what was the name of that band again? And he was like, oh, it's Gozo. He's like, oh, fuck. He's like, I want to go home and listen to that album. I was like, get the fuck out of here. And uh, so, yeah, so Tom Cruise was able to hear Tom Cruise control. which That's I amazing. That's so yeah. funny. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, you know, yeah, because none of the titles have anything to do with any of the songs. Right. And that's it, why I, I that's why when I heard it or I saw it, I was like, oh, this is amazing. And, but then it, you I mean, you have like on the previous record, like the people versus Mr. T, like the, yeah. like some of the song titles are so funny. Yeah. And the reason we did that is because the lyrical content it can be very deep. So, yeah, you know, we don't want to call it like I want to throw myself off a fucking building one and two. You know, what I mean, that's not <laughs> yeah. You know, you you have to have a sense of humor. It's right. weird. Yeah, you know, some people get really hung up on the names. You want to be like, get get over it, man. Get right, right. Fuck, like, come on. Like, not everything has to be like 
I threw myself in a well, you know? Right, oh, right, right. Come on, Jesus. Fuck but I will, I want to actually comment on, on an album you put out, the, the one from 2012, The Fury of a Patient Man. Yeah. But you have a song called Signed Epstein's Mom. Mom, yeah. You were like ahead of the game, man. <laughs> like, yes, yes. tell welcome me about that. Cotter. So, you know, yeah, it's Welcome Back, Cotter. So, you know, a lot of it comes from. But this is Jeffrey we, Epstein that you're just that you were. Signed up these mom. No, no. Oh, no. So. So welcome back, Cotter. You know, Gabe Kaplan. Oh, yeah. Okay. Epstein would come in. And he'd give Mr. Cotter a note and it would say signed Epstein's mom. Got you. Okay. Yes. I didn't put that together. When I first saw that, I was like, no way. Like he already, he was like way deep into the Epstein conspiracy. No, like God. 2012. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm broke. Oh. Fucking, I work at a school, man. Yeah. I was going <laughs> to say, like, you're like breaking I, I, news, I got, man. Yeah. I got a daughter. So fuck that dude. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, <laughs> yeah, I figured, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, yeah. everyone's kind of like, fuck that dude. But it was like, I but didn't no, know if you knew about it. Back then? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I was like, yeah, shit. I'm <laughs> right now, but I fucking knew that. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, fucking dance union. No. Yeah. So funny. It, it's all, you know, like, like we toyed really with like, fuck, let's call it Rocky one, Rocky two, or we'd be like, yeah. Call it the like one, Rambo right? two. <laughs> yeah. You know, or fucking Godfather one. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Um, because, you know, people always ask like the songs are really kind of shit. You know, when we were young, like just stuff that, that kind of breaks like Rambo two, you know, I remember going to see that in the theater with my dad. It was amazing. You know what I mean? Um, so it, it, all those song titles have, a meaning you know they all kind of harken back to when shit was much easier you know what i mean right. you woke up you ate you know what i mean you did your thing you went to bed right you weren't i wasn't fucking paying bills you know what i mean i wasn't it was literally just you know a much 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 easier time in your life uh so that you know th th that's what it kind of all goes back to and also we have that you know in our mind like some you know some guy reading it and be like you know like what you know what does this have to do with it you know like it doesn't. So just kind of, you know, let it go, man. Breathe. You know, th there's still, I'm, I'm sure that there are people that are like, eh, this is not, you know, guess what? Fuck yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. like if, if you're going to get that serious into it, we're probably not the band for you. You know what I mean? Like, right. If, if you're going to get hung up on a song title, uh, you know, I mean, there's so, you know, stop. Uh, you know what I mean? You, you can't take yourself that seriously. Or you're going to burn yourself the fuck out. Um, so, you know, so, yeah, shit has to be, uh, you know, sometimes on the lighter side uh, with, you know, titles and stuff. But yeah, you know, we still get asked, like, I did an interview. He's like, is this about, you know, Jodan Baker? I'm like, do you fucking think I know this dude? Like, fucking <laughs> Paul was cool. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he was fucking great in Cape Fear. Now I don't know who the fuck Jodan Baker is. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? You know, like Christ, like no. Uh, are you friends with them? Yeah, like no. You fucking or you know, like no. I didn't know the Magnificent Morocco. He's fucking you know. But yeah. when we were young, like wrestling was huge in the eighties. You know, right, right, right. Yeah, people will ask you these questions and be like, "What do you think? I'm fucking seventy years old and, and <laughs> in North Carolina? Like, no, I know these motherfuckers. Like, oh, Jesus Christ, you know. So there are times where you just like. What in the motherfucker you talking? <laughs> so <laughs> those characters, you're like, you know what? Uh, yeah, you know, like, uh, hey man, like, if you like, 
I, you know, it is what it is. And, but yeah, some people want to get so deep about that shit. And you're like, that's just a fucking name. It has nothing to do with anything. I you figured know? as much. That's yeah. why I was like, when I played the song, I'm like, okay, yeah. I get this. <laughs> yeah. But it was like, then I would go through this other song titles and I was like, oh, these are right. really good. And when right. I, but I will say that with the Epstein's mom, I didn't know that I didn't put the welcome back harder <laughs> thing together. Cause I was like already like way into, I was like, my mind went straight to like Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> I was like, that's we, we'll funny. Just like, just because yeah. that guy's such a piece of shit. And if you had like signed Epstein's mom, like, yeah, yeah. she birthed this guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> Never met him or her. Just the right. But just to even have the name, like, even if it was an, it had nothing to do with the song, I was like, damn, that's pretty funny. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 to, yeah. To call out, like, how, you know, how terrible he was. But then, like, the thing about like, amazing, his like, mom. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And by the way, fuck your mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I knew this shit 11 yeah, years. I knew this oh, way. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, That's why I was yeah. like, damn, I like, you knew he when knew. I was nine. You know? I was yeah. like, who did, who did he know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Gaff, thank you so much, dude, for doing yeah. this. It's been a lot of fun. I yeah, appreciate your time. Too. Yeah, um, and if I, you never hear that, yeah, hit me. Hit me I would love that. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. Uh, I have one more question for you, actually. Sure, man. Yeah. Go, I want to yeah. know if you have any advice for aspiring artists. Sure. Um, yeah, and I was actually just having a discussion about that. Enjoy what you do. Like the minute it, be, it becomes a pain in your ass, you got to do something different. Um, and, and the reason I say that is because you know when you're playing. If, if, if you look like it's a chore, people, people will know, you know what I mean? You, you can't fake um, enjoyment. You know, you, you can't fake like having a good time. And, and music should be something where you, you should love it and you should let people like get off on it. Um, and just really right from the heart, like, you know, don't overanalyze. Like if you listen to something like Breathe by Pink Floyd, Breathe in the air. Oh yeah, great. You know song. what I mean? Like that fucking whole album is so simplistic, but it so resonates. Everyone gets it. Like, you know, everyone has gone through all that stuff. So I would say, you know, just be truthful when you're writing. You know, it, it's it's way easier to sing, it's way easier to perform. And really it's it's much more therapeutic. And have fun. Like play the shit you want to play. And, and, and I and I would say definitely. Don't get pigeonholed into one genre. Like, if you dig certain kind of music, that's what, you know, you should be able to put all different aspects uh, into stuff that you want to do. You know, you'll enjoy it and people will enjoy it more. Um, So, yeah, I mean, have fun and just enjoy, you know, enjoy it. The more you enjoy it, the more other people are going to enjoy it. Once again, I'm Adam and this uh, podcast is about you, your journey in music, and we'll talk about the new album. Cool. Great, man. Amazing. Uh, so the, I, I read the bands from what Boston area. Yeah. Are you yep. originally from there? Born and raised? No, I, I grew up in Watertown, New York. Oh, New which, York. Yeah. Which is um, like an hour north of Syracuse. Okay. So was that upstate New York? Uh, like Northern. So it's, uh, I'm 20 miles from Ontario. Oh, wow. Okay. So you're quite a bit, you're way up there. I'm so bad what with the East coast, it? man. I'm, uh, yeah, right I on. recently moved to Tennessee. Uh, oh, okay two and a half years ago, but I'm from San Diego and I spent my whole oh, right life on. on the West coast between sure, San Diego sure. and San Francisco. So right. it's right. wild for me to come out here. I'm, I guess I'm not, I'm considered the South, but like right. how close everything is. Like I talked to guys from New York or Boston, like 
pencil or you know uh philly that you can go around to all those cities within like an hour or less and it's like it's crazy. wild yeah, <laughs> that's why touring in those areas is good you know what i mean you, yeah. yeah like we you know you, we did you know say vitus then you go to fucking philly then you do pittsburgh you know what i mean then you go to ohio you can do in, indianapolis yeah every, everything's you know with within a nice amount yeah and it's not nice. like I'm, fucking europe man where you're driving <laughs> like days. Hours. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> you know, you, you get to bed like at four, you're up at eight, and you're in a Oh fucking my gosh. Club. You're literally just like, I need to get the fuck out of this. <laughs> yeah, I can I imagine. Running <laughs> yeah, like I go from I, when I live in San Francisco, like driving back home to San Diego is like nine hours, eight, nine yeah, hours. I'm like, I, yeah. I can drive my family, my parents originally from cleveland so i could drive oh, yeah. from my house in in nashville to cleveland in like less than the amount oh, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> uh, people forget that they're like oh yeah it's an easy like no it's not man yeah when we tour west coast you're yeah literally you're like you're okay, like people dude, go, that's you're psyched to be like dude that's fucking 10 hours like right <laughs> people think here is like oh yeah you'll make it to you know, new york in three and a half hours you're it's like, a different no, state no. yeah you're like i'm playing la and then san francisco they're like oh that's cool you're like no that's eight <laughs> yeah. hours easy. yeah right yeah <laughs> like, i'm gonna take a fucking carrier pigeon right <laughs> yeah. oh, get it. awesome so you're you grew up in northern northern yeah, new, york. new york so what yeah. was that like interesting uh so like i had a hockey rink but so I, I grew up you know i played sports um shit i you know i, I started playing hockey when i was like four Wow. Um, you know what I mean? So, so you were I, yeah. like skating before yeah. that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and then, you know, in high school, I had a rink in my backyard. Um, wow. You know, uh, you know, I played lacrosse. I played football. I originally went to, so I've, I've had two shoulder surgeries, like even before I was like out of high school. Oh um, my God. You know, I've had three discs taken out of my back. Like I heard it, I think my first disc, my freshman year playing football. Oh, um, wow. We can relate. I've had, Four cervical Stop. spine surgeries on All my right. neck. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a bitch. You know I mean? it's <laughs> right. So you know, I, I think I had the first disc taken out at twenty something. Then I oh had two God. taken out. I think I was in my forties. So yeah, all from you know just treating my body like a fucking amusement park. <laughs> right, know? of course, but well, it's worth it, right? <laughs> I don't know about that now. I'm fucking fifty-one, and sometimes uh. it's an hour to put socks on. <laughs> dude i'm 39 almost 39 it takes me an hour you know to put I mean? socks on yeah <laughs> some days um no you know so like i always dug music and, and that, that's like a, a cool thing about my parents um you know my old man is like you know he's passed away but he was you know he's just a typical like irish you know you fucking play sports you do really well in school uh-huh. or or you know so uh <laughs> but but music was always around um and uh it was finally you know so i i went to college to play lacrosse and wow i i i caught a pass and my fucking shoulder literally fell out like my stick fell my glove i was like you gotta be fucking kidding and it just hung there you know so i was like hey to the athletic trainer they're like whoa what the fuck i was like i I caught a pass and so my dad was like oh you know I'm going to come and get you. We'll get a second opinion. I'm like, Oh, fucking Christ. So, <laughs> so, so, he, so he came, got me, went to see, uh, so the guy that did my surgery and stuff, he was, he was the, uh, doctor for like the Dartmouth hockey team. And, oh, uh, wow. So, so he was like, yeah, legit. Yeah. Like- so, so, you know, so my dad, 
fuck, I'm like 18 years old, right? And he, and, and the doctor was like, Butch, let me tell you something. If you want this kid to use this thing, you know, when he's 25, let him fucking go. So, so, you know, so then I'm like, well, what the fuck do I do? Because, you know, from the time you're four up until the time you're 18, I was always, you know what I mean? Like you go to practice, you do your schoolwork, right? Uh-huh. On fucking weekends, you know what I mean? You got games or practice or shit like that. So I'm 18. I'm like, I have all this fucking free time. So, you know, I, I went down and uh, I did a show with a buddy of mine. And I, man, I caught that bug and like, a, I was like, this is fucking great. Like mm-hmm. I can get up, you know what I mean? I, I'm not sore in the morning. <laughs> yeah. You know so I mean? you played music before that. So, I mean, to be able not to play really. at that time, but like, like what, what did yeah. you play? Like what, what was the first instrument you learned to play guitar? Um, so guitar, but uh, dude, I never sang in public till I was like maybe 18, 19 years old. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like it just, you know, it was one of those things you don't kind of, uh, so I, I went down uh, with my buddy and we did, you know, like, um, Christ, some Dylan tunes and uh, like a bird's tune, like you ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, we did like Tangled Up in Blue uh, by Bob Dylan. I remember we did like a Jim Croce song. Um, oh, that's cool. I mean, this is the fucking 1990, you know? Yeah, yeah, um, And man, I loved it. Like I fucking absolutely loved it. And so, you know, from there, um, you know, I started like writing music and... Uh, I mean, I, I, I like, I don't know any chords. Like I'm, I'm luckily I could play by ear and shit. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I didn't, you know, I, I took like a couple things when I was a kid just to learn how to play like a C chord, a G chord, shit like that. Um, you know, it, you hang out in your room, right. And, and you just try and learn like tunes and things like that. And so I think finally, um, when I was, ah, fuck, I don't know, maybe I was late twenties. I took a couple lessons just to kind of learn a few things um and uh you know when i started playing with gozu uh i was really lucky um doug is you know he's an amazing player uh and you know just kind of watching him and and you know the three guys that play right now they're all berkeley dudes and oh i didn't know that wow yeah 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 like I, you know that i makes fun. sense boston where you yeah, guys you probably I mean? all met yeah yeah people are like like you know what key and i'm like fuck k minor you know? <laughs> 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 like, don't ask you that go fuck yourself <laughs> um so you know it, it was it was when you know because christ i played in like you know before i was in gozo and shit like that i played in a seven-piece soul band you know what i mean with fucking uh i was the solo guitarist you know we had horns we had a percussionist keyboard player uh, you know, we would open up for like Parliament Funkadelic, stuff like that. No way. Yeah. So, you know, uh, for, so for me, like groove was always like, if it didn't make you shake your ass, like, I don't want to do it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Doug was in a band that, you know, the shit they were playing like with, with the meters. I mean, they were fucking nasty. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how I met him. And then he and I formed a band uh, where it was like... Um, you know, like Jeff Buckley's Radiohead stuff like oh, yeah, that. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. You know, but I always, you know, loved like, you know, Thin Lizzy, fucking, uh, you know, Sabbath. Um, uh-huh. I remember, you know, hearing Clutch for the first time. You know, or, you know, I don't ninety something. I loved Queens of the Stone Age. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so I I'd, I'd always been really into that, and so he was like why don't we, you, you want to do something like this? And I was like, yeah, I fucking love it. And uh, so, shit, this is a while. This is like 2008, I think. 
and uh and yeah so so we've been going ever since um and uh it's been an interesting journey you know from, from going from being a kid and just kind of strumming just for something to do mm-hmm. and then you're in high school and really i just would if I could play, I would play, but I was, you know, you're so fucking busy. Yeah. And, I was going to say, it sounds like you were just doing uh, sports like all the time. So to the time, yeah. have time to dedicate to even playing guitar, probably on a regular basis or joining sort yeah. some sort of band was but that shit was, yeah. yeah well, it was fucking non-existent. Like, yeah. I didn't know any other dudes who played guitar in high school. <laughs> you know? Oh you yeah. Know? I bet it just all the guys that played sports. I'm sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I, I went to like a Catholic school. I graduated 75 kids. We would oh play all the, big, all the big public schools. We kicked the fuck out of them. You know, <laughs> wow. they're like yeah, some of the best, the uh, the best teams I, I remember in San Diego were like bishops, which was the pri- which was the private Catholic school. Yeah, uh, they were like good at everything. Yeah, <laughs> junior year, like we won everything in hockey. Like my senior year, we we won it, and then I think we were like fifth in New York. You know, we we we'd have to get like police escorted from fucking rinks and shit like that you know what i mean because it Whoa. just you know it, it was great like these fucking rednecks would literally you know throwing shit and you know, we'd go over the, you know the fucking boards like you know guys would like <laughs> try to come over that would fuck you like cracking them you know what i mean shit like that i remember having to go to the principal and he was like uh my defensive partner and i we had played together fuck since we were seven years old right so uh-huh. and uh he was like uh michael and mark uh Sister Marianne told me that uh, there's some language that you guys should not be using and, and there are young kids, you know, that are sitting behind the bench. So what do you have to say about this? I was like, can I take it? He's like, sure. He's like, why don't you tell them to sit somewhere else? <laughs> he was like, right. he was like fuck out. You're like, there's plenty but, of seats. <laughs> he was like, so, you know, and then, uh, and yeah. And so my senior in lacrosse, so my last hockey game I played, I put this fucking thing behind my back. I couldn't get it back in. And that was the seventh time. Um, so, you know, so then, yeah, I had fucking surgery where they put a huge pin in it. So three days after I got my, this is terrible. So three days after I was out of a sling, um, I was out, you know, walking, you know, to get in my buddy's car to go home. This kid came behind me. He fucking punched me in my shoulder. He drove the fucking pin. It tore through everything the other side. Oh he didn't my do it gosh! On, you know he wasn't even thinking. It was like yeah. a young, I literally, dude. I, I, I thought like I was gonna piss my right. So I've he fucking tore the thing right through. So I graduated. You know what I mean? And that Monday I had to go get it fucking removed, and everything was fucked up. So I, you know, so I still attempted to, you know, to play lacrosse and in college because like it sounds like you went to college for lacrosse. Yeah, I did. You know, and they mean? were like. Yeah, go ahead and try. <laughs> like, you know, well, yeah, you know, I, I think it was like more my old man be like, I was like, fuck, you know, I'll try. He's like, rub some dirt on it. You're good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's on it. You know, I was like, <laughs> the fuck that. You know what I mean? I, I mean, one time, this is terrible. I was a sophomore. I fucking separated my shoulder. Holy shit. I was like, what the fuck? It like popped up. Luckily, I was able to pop it back in. And I remember I told my dad, and he was like, Here's a couple of Advil and put some ice on it. And, <laughs> and we were like in Albany. And, and this dude that was, this guy, Mike Perkins, amazing, all American, everything. And, and my way was a good sized dude. So I got a knock on the door. This dude, Mike Perkins, I'm like, the fuck are you doing here? He's like, your fucking dad told me to come down and talk to you. Uh, I, he's like, what am I going to say? No gaff? I'm like, 
no. He's like, what the fuck did you do? I was like, dude, I separated my shoulder. He's like, see, why are you to play in the game? I was like, yeah, he wants you to fucking play. He's like, he's like, I don't know what he's like. He's like, you hurt? I was like, Perk, I'm fucking dying. He's like, well, good luck. He's like, just tell your dad I said something motivational. <laughs> so I played the game. He had me play. So we go to the States. Uh-huh. I had two goals, two assists. And with, with a separated shoulder. So uh, I was, you know, and, and then fucking States were two weeks after. And uh, yeah, he made me play that in, in our first game. Yeah, it was, I scored like a goal with like a minute left to go and we won. And, but, Damn. but I got, man, we got fucking. So my body, unfortunately, you know, is, uh, has taken a bit of a uh, beating. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so now, you know, like, fuck, I, I play guitars. They're like seven pounds. Um, you know, I, I mean, I, I work out, I do Muay Thai, you know, just, just so I could stay in shape and, and just, you know, kind of, uh, you know, just be healthy. But, um, but yeah, so, you know, I, I literally like have, have had to kind of before one European tour, I tore like fucking muscles in this, you know, from, from Muay Thai. And I remember going on that tour and, and, and I would look down and my arm would have like these ripples and be like, <laughs> I would just oh. be like, all right. Here oh we fucking God. go, you know. It's like I their day, and then before the last European tour, my ankle is kind of fucked because I've broken both of them. I went to take a step, I fell, and I broke my fucking elbow. So our European tour, I did. Uh, I don't know, fucking three weeks with a broken elbow. It's oh, oh so God. I look like a professional volleyball player. You know, I put <laughs> tape on the fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I look like Karch Karai. Oh so, my uh, gosh! Oh, you know, so, wow. So, so yeah, that's kind of my background. So music has kind of been a saving grace for me. Sure. Like, did you go to college in Boston? Like what took you then? to No. Boston? So, so yeah. So I went to Hartwood college, which is in Oneonta, New York. And, uh, so I ended up playing in a band. Um, it was like all my brothers type of shit, you know, uh, like very groove oriented. Mm-hmm. And, uh, one of the, and one of my best friends was from Boston. So, uh, I lived in Albany for a year. And uh, just because, you know, I worked out of school and then I was like, you know, let's OK, I, I've had enough of this shit. I was working in a school uh, where kids, you know, is their last chance to go like they either, you know, straighten up or they went to fucking jail. So I yeah, worked at yeah, the yeah. school. You know, we do like Taekwondo holds and all this bullshit. It was fucking nuts. And I was like, all right, I've had enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something else. So, you know, him being from. Uh, you know, I, we moved to Boston and, uh, so that's shit. I, and I moved here in 1996. So, you okay. know, I, I've been in Boston, you know, more than I was growing up in New York and, uh, and yeah, so just playing and, um, it's really become therapeutic, you know, uh, yeah. you know, just, just playing and, uh, especially writing, you know, and, and, and especially, you know, the Gozu stuff has been very, uh you know, therapeutic, you know, in writing music and, and especially in like writing lyrics and things like that. So um, it's been, you know, it's the best fucking band I've ever played in by far. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys have been doing it since 2008. I mean, you put even put yeah. what, like a five albums. Yeah. I was going to say you pull one out in that same year. Right. And yeah. Yeah. Which is nuts. <laughs> oh my gosh. And yeah, it's like, so, so like, I mean, is Metal Blade a new endeavor for you guys, or you've been on them it's for our a while? second album? Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought you put out one before that. 2018, them. yeah, Equilibrium came yeah, out. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, so yeah. even but prior to that, were you guys just 
Um, so we were on Smallstone, uh, which was which was great, and we're still you know I'm still good buddies with Scott Hamilton. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, we did albums on Smallstone, and then we did an album on Ripple. Uh, shortly after we put the album out on Ripple, uh, we were playing at uh, Lucky Thirteen in Brooklyn, and Chris Santos was there, you know, and he was like, "Hey man, you know I've been sending uh, you know videos to Brian Slagle." And uh, like I knew who he was, and so did Joe. Doug had no fucking idea who Chris Hanos was. And I was like, uh, so baseball Joe and I were like, that's fucking is Tuck Tucker Chris Santos? It was like that motherfucker. He's never watched a cooking show in his life. So, <laughs> so he shoot the shit with him, and we're like, hey man, you know who that is? He's like, oh, he's a great guy. Yeah, he's. I was like, no, that's Chris Santos. He's like, oh. And so, uh, so you know, Chris came over. And I was like, hey, uh, hey man, like your shows are great, like. You know, how are your restaurants and things like that? Mm-hmm. And he was like, hey, man, he's like, you know, uh, Blacklight Media, part of Metal Blade. I'd love to sign you guys. And, you know, and when someone says that, you're like, all right, cool. You know, thanks. That fucking Monday, we got an email. Like, wow, I, was, I didn't realize he had an association with uh, Blacklight Media. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, he owns it. It's his. Yeah, he's the fucking coolest dude in the world. Oh, my gosh. And, uh, and, and yeah. And so, so you know, so we ended up signing couple of months later, you know, it's it's uh, the band and him and Brian Slagle. And Brian Slagle is a huge hockey fan. So he and I are shooting the shit about hockey during the whole meal. That's amazing. And, uh, so, you know, so, yeah. And he was like, uh, did you play? Yeah. So it was great. And, um, you know, it's like, what are you into? I was like, I was typing music. He's like, what? He's like, how the fuck did you ever <laughs> play in heavy music? You know, so I was like, ah, it's one of those things, you know. So the, the thing about those guys is, you know, the sweetest dudes, uh, but man, they're just such huge music fans, you know, uh-huh. and like being on that label has been amazing. Like, the, you know, uh, uh, you know, our two reps, um, Heidi and, and, and Ryan. So Ryan was the bass player for Black Dahlia. Um, yeah. You know, and he's I could not ask for two better people to to, you know, to ever, you know, and it's great. Like, you know, bouncing ideas off them. You know, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And even Chris, you know, I, like. I'll text him and be like, Hey man, you know, what do you think about this? You know? And you know, it, it's, it's literally like, like talking to a butt of mine. Um, okay, Gaff, you know, let, let's think about this. Let's think. And so, and then Ryan ended up, uh, you know, mastering the album, which oh, was really, yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, he's like, would you mind if I master? I was like, you fuck kidding me? Like <laughs> Joe and Doug, huge black value fan. So, you know, just having him do that is, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely a team, you know, it's uh-huh. not, like there's just you know one person that does this and this so incredible i I could not be luckier like if you would ask me when i was a 15 year old dude you think you'd be fucking doing stuff in metal blade i would have laughed like right okay like i'll metal in my body but i'm not gonna there's no fucking way i'll be you know putting out albums and shit like that so it's it's been kind of surreal you know Um, wow i mean yeah it's it's and it's you know, we, we've been really, really lucky. You know, our, this is the third album we've done with Dean Baltalonis. And Dean is, man, that, that, that is, you know, from our first experience with him when we did Remedy, I excuse me, uh, when we did Revival, mm-hmm. amazing, amazing. That dude's ears are, are just impeccable. He would stop, you know, hit the space bar and he'd be like, all right, go back for a second. And, and I'd be like, the fuck? And he's one of those dudes, he's like, yeah, you know, at six uh, at six forty eight. Uh, let's listen to that again. I, I think there was something, and it, it would. And I'd be like, "How oh, did these? How oh, this motherfucker?" And he's one of those wow. guys where he's like, "Oh, that was okay. Let's try it again." You know, 
And he's like, okay, that's cool. Now let's do this. And then by our third album with him, I, you know, I would send, you know, so, you know, we record everything. I'd send it to him, but he and I, I would really get into like, okay, you know, how do we want this to sound? Right. And I was really like, I want this to be like Sly and the Family Stone uh-huh. layered, you know, or I'd be like, I, I would love this to have like a Roxy music vibe. Or I'd be like, okay, this one, can we, it'd be like, if Crosby, Stills, and Nash were in the Melvins, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I, you know, or, or, or I'd be like, okay, like, I'm really thinking like, this will be like Levon Helm, like Rick Danko and Richard Manuel, this, this sort of vocal harmony, um, in a Motown feel. And it was just, and he just would push me and be like, Hey man, let's try this. Okay. Can you go up a third? Okay. Now I want you to do a harmony for that. And now I want you to do the lower one. It was just, but you know, it was, we had discussed everything. So when I got in there, um, I did vocals in three days. It was just one oh of those gosh. things where it was, you know, it, it was, it was kind of like, I, I, you know, I knew what I wanted to do, but there was shit. Like I was like, let me just try this. Like the chorus on Rainbow Two, that was like I don't even know where the fuck I came up with that, and I did it, and I was like, okay, there it is. It was one of those things where it's just like, okay, I'm going to try something. And the and the thing that's great about the guys that you know that I play with, they're really like, okay, let's try this. So everyone's open, you know, to trying different things, and it's the shit, man, where you're not even thinking about it, and you're like, you do it, and I'm like, I don't know where the fuck that came from. But I think, you know, that's it. And then, you know, Dean, you know, he, he would kind of give me a look and I'd be like, he's a timid, he's a big, big, big boy. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll be fucking, you know, so he's one of those, he's just like, okay. Uh, so, but he's the, he's the sweetest dude, but, you know, and he has a way of being like, okay, let's try this. Let's try, you know what I mean? Instead of being like, oh, I was fucking terrible. Like, like you know what I mean? He's one, of, he, he, he just, you know, if he's saying it, it's from the heart and he wants everything to sound as good as humanly possible. Mm-hmm. So like having him, you know, produce, record and mix the fucking album and then giving that to Ryan to master. It was probably one of the best experiences I've ever had as a musician. Um, you know I mean? I, like I did my guitar and like a day, you know what I mean? Wow. Um, you know, Doug, this is the best playing I've ever heard him. Uh, you know, it's, it's a, Man, there's some tracks. There's like 16 fucking guitars, you know? Oh, my um, gosh. I mean, the, Joe destroyed. I think he did his bass in like a day and a half, maybe two days, just because he, you know, trying different things over it. Mm-hmm. Drums, you know, so usually you show up, right? You fucking, you show up on a Friday. Usually it's the end of Sunday. You get the drums done. We show, we show up on Friday, I think. So, you know, this set, this is Seth's first album. And he's quite, you know, a bit younger than, than all of us. And uh, we showed up at noon. We started recording at one. Fucking Saturday at two in the afternoon, done. Ten songs done. He oh, my God. Killed it. Wow, that, that's cool. Most of the shit you hear on that fucking album, drum-wise, is either first or second take. No way. Yeah. I mean, the kid. And then we were like, hey, you know, what? can you, can you do this? Okay, that's done. Can you try this? And he'd be like, oh, fuck yeah. And he would do it. And the three of us would be like, that motherfucker. And so he'd be like, <laughs> like okay, all right, do this over. And he'd fuck, kill it. Kill it. And sometimes he'd be like, oh, wait a minute, let me go in. And he'd blow your fuck. He'd do shit. And we were just like, 
I remember the three of us just looking at each other and just being like, ah, you, it was great. And even Dean was like this fucking kid, man, you know? So yeah, we were done with drum. We started doing guitar at fucking, I don't know, four o'clock on a Saturday. Sunday was all guitars. I mean, it, it really, that kid brought such a fresh air in that was really, really needed. Um, you know, it, it was a thing, right? It's, it's like, man, this little motherfucker is going to show us up. Like, we better bring our A. That's what I was wondering. Yeah, if he comes in and does yep. it real quick, you guys are like, oh, okay. This, this yeah. is set the standard. Let's, we got to, we got to nail this. Let's do it. The first yeah. time, you know, when he came down to try out, it was just Doug, myself, and him. The fucking first half of the tune, I was like, thank you. It was, <laughs> you know what I mean, I was just like, ah, oh, this is because, you know, there's constantly, you know, a, a sound in, in, in my head that, that I really, really have always wanted, you know, like I wanted someone that had kind you know, just such a groove, but hit like a motherfucker. Uh-huh. Um, you know, for, he, he's like, if, if Steve Gadd, you know, was to, to play with, you know, or, or, or if you could morph him, you know, with like a fucking, yeah, you know, he's like like Dave Roller, Taylor Hawkins, or fucking like Nico McBain, or like a Lenny White. You know what I mean? He, that kid has so many different facets to him, and he so gets it. If you're like, "Hey, man, you know, can you do this on this?" Done, and and, uh, and he's one, of, and and he's great too with with coming up and be like, "What if we do this?" You know. Uh-huh. Um, so you know he. Because, you know, he, he's a professional musician, you know, he, he plays like a funk band and shit like that, you know. And so what so he definitely he's thinking about the whole tune, not just not, you know, he thinks about the song, not just, you know, just the His drum part. part yeah. you know what I mean, uh, so he totally brought in such a refreshing like air. He really, uh, you know, uh, he, it was like a almost a revival of the band. Um and it was just, you know, yeah. So we really had to step up our game. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> I remember wow. looking at me like this little motherfucker. Like, yeah. like oh uh, I was like, all right, well, boys, we better hit that woodshed. Motherfucker, get this done. Or <laughs> nuts over here is going to like show us up. So it was one of those things, you know, you go in, drums are done in a day and a half. The, there's no one, you know, there's nowhere to go but fucking kill it. So right. he, you know, the foundation was laid where I feel like before, you know, it was like, Hey, we bought a jacuzzi, but I don't even know what the fuck floor I'm going to put it on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like with him, man, the concrete was poured, the fucking rooms, the electrical was done. Now let's put in stuff in to make this shit shine. And, and it was one of those things where everything just kept getting better and better and better. And it was really, uh, you know, I, I think it's the best recording i've ever done in my life um i i think it's by far the best gozu album that we've put out um and it's just you know there's something about it where just you know the groove kind of took over mm-hmm. um and uh it was fun like it was it was a fucking absolute you know sometimes you're in the studio it, it's not the most fun experience in your life right you know? i can imagine you're like sure. oh, fuck really okay <laughs> This was, man, I mean, this was just like, oh, shit. And singing over that stuff, it, w- it was much easier because I knew where the one was, right? There was such a deep pocket 
You knew it was, yeah, how tight it was. Gonna, it was. So you're like, yeah, okay, it was deep. fun as fuck to sing over. That's like, awesome. because, you know, I would find myself being like, oh, ooh. You know what I mean? Just so the more, you know, you know I would get more amped. And it, it just allowed me to really kind of try a lot of different things. And luckily they work. Well, you know, I, I hope that people dug it. So, no, it's a great record. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's one of those things where, um, you know, everything was done and, and kind of the same thing for equilibrium. You know, I, I had all the lyrics written um, and, and I was literally sitting at this desk and something hit me and I just rewrote five songs, like 10 minutes. I was like, Jeez. and then the next week, you know, um, I rewrote the other five songs and maybe 10 minutes. And, and that's, you know, those lyrics are what you, I don't, just something kind of came over me where I was like, fuck, like just, I just literally, you know, it's this pen I use and this pad. And I just, I just was like, bang, 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 bang. It's just one of those things where, uh, you know, I, I, I try not to like force myself to write and things like that. I, you know, mm -hmm. I write when it hits me and, uh, and luckily, yeah. I mean, the same thing, you know, happened when we did equilibrium, I, you know, I rewrote the tunes, but this, this lyrically was the easiest album I've ever written. It just, and you, you, was there something that like inspired that or you just felt like it just kind of came maybe even just came, the drums and like I had the stuff before, but I was like, eh, you know, this is, I didn't love it. Shall we say? Okay. Um, and I think just, you know, you're kind of, you know, your mind takes in things like through osmosis and I, you know, just, I, you know, there, there was, I knew what I wanted to get out before. And, and I think, you know, I, I was kind of marinating on that. Um, just, you know, the, the kind of whole, uh, what I wanted to say in the album and, and, and how I wanted it to come out. Mm -hmm. and, and I think, you know, intrinsically it was just like, Hey, let's go. And it just literally just came to me. And, uh, yeah, I try not to overthink it, shall we say, uh, right. you know, but yeah, it just, it just came. And, and I, I remember writing the first five, I was like, ah, this is okay, cool. This is what I wanted to say, like in the simplest way, humanly possible, you know, less words, uh, more, you know, emphasis on, on the emotionality of it the storytelling of it and it's all real life shit you know what i mean like uh, you know I, I can't write tunes about stuff that i have no idea about because right it's, it's ingenuine right like i don't own a muscle car i've never fought a fucking dragon you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like i've never done a pilgrimage you know right. with some bongs in my bag you know what i mean that stuff is great and i love it but for, for me i can only write you know what i know about so this is this album is just 100% honest also like is I that, have, you know, I was going to say, was that, is that hard to be vulnerable or it just came naturally? Um, it, you know what I mean? At the, you know, I've gone through enough stuff where fuck it. Uh, okay. you know, it, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's incredibly therapeutic. I bet. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, it, it's, it's almost a breath of fresh air. It is tough. You know, um, some of the shit to sing is, it, it is hard because it hits pretty fucking home. Or, you know, or, or shit that, that I've seen people go through, you know, that I'm really close with. Um, but, you know, but at the end, it's easier to sing because it's true. Um, it, it's, it's not a fable or something like that. So, uh, you know, I, th I think that's a big reason is that, you know, when I was in there singing, it, it's definitely like a therapy session. You're getting out some shit that 
normally you would never talk to anyone about, <laughs> you know, it's not the right, most, yeah. you know, so, so for me, it's just, um, and I think kind of the way I think about that is, you know, we were playing, um, and, uh, this is during equilibrium and after a show, this guy came up crying and I was like, Hey man, are you okay? He's like, I just want to tell you, he's like, last year was the worst fucking year of my life. He's like, every day I would put on equilibrium. And that's the only thing that got me through the day. And I was like, Oh, hey, man. He's the guy who's like, do you mind if I give you a hug? I was like, no. I was like, bring, you know, bring it in. So, you know, it just really kind of um, impacted, you know, like if that can help someone out, then yeah. I mean, why not? You know what I mean? Right. Like, so I really, you know, thought about that. Like if I'm going through this shit, other people are going through it. You know what I mean? So if it helps even one person, then it's 100% worth it. So mm-hmm. You know, I, I definitely, th- this album was really, really easy to write. With and, that, I mean, with Equilibrium, Equilibrium came out in 2008. 18, yeah. Yeah. And then, so, it sounds like this record was put together fairly fast, at least in the studio. Um, yep. Before this album, like, going into, like, coronavirus, like, COVID uh, and all that stuff, yeah. like, that must have sucked. Yeah, obviously sucked, but, it, like, how did that, like, directly, you know, kind of a the band aside from like the live shows and stuff was it something yeah, like yeah. oh like our so, so we it wrote like it took a couple out you know a couple yeah. of years after to write yeah. the record or was it done? so we, we wrote the album during during covid so i oh, wrote okay. like 20 fucking tunes doug wrote like 20 tunes he wow. and i would literally just send back and forth to each other send back and forth to each other and i and i was pretty lucky so i ended up taking a couple guitar lessons from chris broderick so so my friend Stephanie Cabral, who's an amazing photographer, that, that's, you know, that, that's Chris's girlfriend. And, she, and so I was just shooting the shit with her, and she's like, hold on a second. Literally two minutes later, I get an email with her and Chris, and Chris was like, yeah, man, do you want to fucking take a lesson? So I was like, seriously? Yeah, so, wow. I was, so we did over Zoom, and and, and uh, he was like, okay, put your, you know, put on like a C-sharp 7. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And he's like, <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I was like, well, just tell me what fret. Like, is this fucking right, right. Like, just tell me what fret, and, and I'll do it. And he was like, so we got done. It was like an hour lesson. He's like, dude, can we do another one next Wednesday? I was like, yeah, I would love to. He's like, are you bullshitting me? I was like, no, I don't fucking, I know no theory, you know? So taking a lesson with him really kind of uh, changed the way I kind of thought about playing guitar. And, and it was really, I, I just would sit down stairs and just play and like just trying to. And so, you know, the, the stuff, uh, you know, the shit I wrote, like Ben Gazzara or, you know, um, you know, the handler and uh, pillow talk and Ash, uh-huh. uh, you know, those, those were definitely different than, than stuff I've written before musically. Um, so, you know, I, I just, I think I'm a much better guitar player now than, than, than I was, you know, on the other albums. And so, you know, COVID's, was absolutely, I mean, we came off the best year ever. We had the fucking best year, United States tour ever had the best European. Then everything came to a halt, you yeah, know? Yeah. So I was like, well, I could sit here and be a f- miserable fucker or <laughs> I can like play guitar and, and, and get back in like really good shape and turn the shit into a positive. And so that's what we did. So we, so it was great. So we were able to pick the 10 songs we wanted to do, you know? Uh-huh. So, you know, we had all this stuff and then, we have a fucking drummer. So, so we had, so that, you know, so luckily Seth came down. I was like, you know, it's just talk about, you know, like a, a shining star just kind of showing up in your, 
and uh and so yeah so we had the tunes and then you know we're like let's do these songs and, and so you know they, they definitely changed because of joe and, and seth obviously you know for the better so it was great we didn't have to reinvent the wheel or like start really from scratch we had these songs and we were like okay these, these are let, let's do these and and doug and i have always done that like i'll send it to him he sends it to me and he's like hey man you you know I, I need a bridge for this and I go all right and I'm always thinking with him like shit he could solo over you know or or things like that and he's always thinking like okay Gaff you know what can you do lyrically you know and, and vocally over this mm -hmm. so it just it it you know it took a whole different vibe um, you know having those songs and, and and definitely because Seth it just really. And Joe, I think, is playing the best bass he's ever got to play. So it, it was a thing where everyone really stepped up, but it, it, it had a more kind of organic feel where nothing was pushed. You know, nothing was like, oh, I'm going to do this just to do it. Everything was just like, oh, fuck. It was, it was really a natural process. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I think that's why it sounds as huge as it does and why the flow was definitely, you could shake your ass to it. You know what I mean? <laughs> You know, you have to, because the first thing for me is like, if, if the drums aren't happening, fuck, I, I, I can't get into it. You know, like, uh -huh. I, I don't want to have to think about the fucking Pythagorean theorem when I listen to music. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be like, okay, so is that equal MC squared right there? I just want to know where the fucking one is. I want to groove. I don't want to be throwing my back out because, you know, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, leave that for someone else, right? <laughs> I, I just want to be able, you know, to, to feel funky, like to feel sexy when. So, you know, it, it's just, yeah, it's it, it was. I think everything in this was came about very natural, and you know, there's a trust issue too, right? Like, uh -huh. I trust everyone, like they're they're going to kill it, and this was uh, again, it was just one of those things where people were doing shit. And we we're like, all right, all right. So, you know, it, it the, the recording process was great. But having, you know, Dean do it again, I mean, he's, uh, I've always said he's kind of like the fifth member of Gozu. And then, you know, having Ryan master it and working with Ryan and Heidi, you know, they'll be like, eh, I like this, but I don't like that. And like, all right, cool. So let's fuck take it out. You know, mm -hmm. it's, 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 I think, you know, when you can have those honest discussions, that's when shit is like, you know, it's like, all right, these fuckers really care about it. And, and we're like, all right, cool. You know, or, oh man, you know, I'm not going to put any effects. I'm going to sing this shit. You know what I mean? And really when we were mixing it, we wanted a mix, you know, because everyone listens, you know, in headphones now. So we wanted a mix. Like if you have your headphones on, you're like, I don't know. This right. is, you know, we listen to like a lot of, you know, Pink Floyd. Um, I was listening to a fuck ton of Todd Rundgren. You know, um, I was listening to uh, the last waltz a ton. I was listening to like music from the big pink. Um, I love also, the big pink. They're yeah. A great band. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, you know, that album by the band kind of changed, I think, my existence. And then, you know, I was listening to obviously like Sleep for guitar tones. I was listening uh -huh. to Dope Smoker a ton, listening to Yab. Um, you know, just just thinking uh, again, how do you lay things out? And and it, it just, uh, you know, we wanted to incorporate a lot, you know, our influences really in, in this album, and, and and I think that they really shine through in this one. Very, very cool. Yeah, 100%. Um, and you've got to do some really cool shows. You have a show tomorrow, I believe, right? We do. Yeah, yeah. 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 This so, won't be out by that time, but I think, it, I mean, the, 
Sure. You you guys did Cave In. I I loved Cave In. That was in. fucking amazing. Yeah, that I was. Mean, I mean, that it was sold out. Yeah, it was with Cave In and Yab. That that's the best show I I, I think we've played collectively as a band. That was we really? had half our we fucking destroyed it. Like, and, and if we didn't, I'd be like, ah, it's stuck. It was literally bang. Like we had it set up like after the third song, I'm going to say thank you, Cave and Yav. You know, where it goes to, and then we fucking. So it was literally just three songs. Bam. Hello, blah, blah, blah. Bam. And then we get the fuck off the stage, you know? Yeah. So yeah, the, you know, we did 18 shows before that. And so, yeah, at that time we were just ready to fucking just kill, uh, you have to, you know, it was the last show, you know, it was a Boston hometown. So, uh, yeah, that's amazing. It was great, you know, yeah, and, hometown and for them like, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. I mean, Caven are, you know, those, those guys could run for governor. They're probably, yeah, legends they're probably win yeah. tomorrow, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> uh, that and, and, scene is so tight knit out there with them and yeah. I mean, even like Piebald and Converge and all those guys. Okay. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. Converge is the same thing. Those dudes are fucking king, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, Definitely, that steps up your game. You know, when you're playing with bands at like Cave In and Yab, you got to step up. Your, you don't bring your A game. Don't fucking show up, you know, because you know they're going to. Like, <laughs> yeah, are. it's, it's and not the a fans are going to expect A game. <laughs> when you go up and you're just like Captain Sensitive, fuck, you know what I mean? Like, you literally, like, you got to come out and, and you just got to start throttling dudes in the face. Or, yeah, this is, this is not sensitive. Let me hold you time, right? This is, let's fucking get it on. So, yeah. Yeah, we, you know, we knew what we wanted, but having played all those shows, just by, you know, we were tight and, uh, and yeah, it just was, it was fun. And plus we got to go on at like nine o'clock, which was great because almost every fucking show we're going on so late, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it was nice to be done at like nine thirty, and, you know, cause, uh, cause we had the headline every fucking show on our tour. So it was nice to be done and be like, Oh my God. All right, now I can breathe. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. not like fucking bands and be like, Jesus Christ, can we just get the fuck up there? So it's <laughs> nice to be done and be like, I'm going to enjoy some chicken yeah. now and some And rock. get to enjoy the bands. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I can actually watch these bands that I really dig and fucking not worry about like having to go on after and things like that. So it was a really a perfect way to end the tour. That's amazing. So, I, on the, the show tomorrow, the poster is so yeah. dope like funky, right? artwork yeah. Yeah. who did that artwork i'm um, curious so, so yeah the guys from mercy lago did that um who were really good friends i mean ian ross is one of my best friends he used to play road soft um and uh so yeah it, it, ah, fuck, i'm trying to think what well, the last time we even played with them holy shit it's been a couple of years um and and this club is a newer club but it's supposed to be amazing so I'm excited. I love playing Portland, Maine. It's one of those things where I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we played there with Elder. We played at Geno's uh, in 22, right before we went to, uh, fuck, I think a couple of weeks before we went to Europe. So Portland's always been like a, a great place for us to play. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited. And, and especially because, you know, we're rolling in the deep right now. So everything is sounding really, really good. That's amazing, man. So I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited. It'll be great to see, you know, those dudes in that band, too. Um, And just, you know, just to kind of, again, I think we're playing middle. So that'll be great, you know, get done. Then you watch the other band, enjoy a brew. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. That's amazing. for us. Yeah. Do you have a favorite track on the album? Uh, Yes. Uh, I like, you talked about earlier, Ash. That's one of my favorite ones. (laughs) 
And I like the first song too. Um, oh, Tom Cruise Patrol. Yeah, and the name just sparked me. I was like, "Oh, that's funny." I want to listen to that one. Um, and I also like uh, number six. What number? Oh, I forgot what that was called. Magna. Is that Pillow Talk? I'm not sure. It's right uh, after that one, I think. Uh, I just lost um, it. Is it? Is it Magnificent? It's Magnificent, oh, Magnificent Morocco. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Magnificent Morocco. I like that one too. <laughs> yeah, we play that one live. Yeah. So I think we played six tunes off that album. Uh, oh, really? Tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We wanted to really pump the new album. We only played like three old songs. Yeah. Majority. You play, have you played Ash live yet? We've not played Ash live yet. Oh, okay. That, that's the one that really stuck out to me. All oh, right. On. And, and, but it started like the when I first got the album, I was like, the first song is is uh, Tom Cruise control. Yeah. I was like this is awesome. I gotta hear. I, mean, I really want to listen to this band. A funny, crazy, crazy. So crazy story. So we were playing in uh, South Carolina. No, fuck North Carolina. Our buddy works for Live Nation. Okay. And uh, it was like a Janet Jackson Ludacris show. He's sitting oh, wow. down. So he's he's sitting down and, and he looks up. And he's like, "Is Tom Cruise is there?" Because, you know, because uh, of the shit with Tropic Thunder for that ludicrous song, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, what the fuck was Tom Cruise doing there? You know? And so he's like, he's like, he's telling, he's telling Joe and I, he's like, he's like, so you know what I did? It's like, I put your album up on the phone. He's like, and he just kind of walked over and like nonchalantly put it down in front of Tom Cruise. And Tom Cruise is like, Tom Cruise, he's like, is it about me? And the guy's like, ah, fuck no. <laughs> he's, like, he's like no he's like no not at all so he listened to it and he was like what and, and then before he was leaving he, he was like hey man what was the name of that band again and he was like oh it's gozo he's like oh fuck he's like i'm gonna go home and listen to that album i was like get the fuck out of here and uh so yeah so tom cruise was able to hear tom cruise control which that's I amazing that's so funny yeah, yeah. oh wow uh, you know yeah because none of the titles have anything to do with any of the songs Right. And that's it, why I, I that's why when I heard it or I saw it, I was like, oh, this is amazing. And, but then you I mean, you have like on the previous record, like the people versus Mr. T, like the, yeah. like some of the song titles are so funny. Yeah. And the reason we did that is because the lyrical content it can be very deep. So, yeah, you know, we don't want to call it like I want to throw myself off a fucking building one and two. You know, what I mean, that's not <laughs> yeah. what you know, you you have to have a sense of humor. It's right. weird. You know, yeah, some people get really hung up on the names. You want to be like, get get over it, man. Get right, right. Fuck, like, come on. Like, not everything has to be like. I threw myself in a well. You know. Right, oh, right, right. Come on, Jesus. Fuck but I will. Man. I want to actually comment on on an album you put out, in the the one from twenty twelve, "The Fury of a Patient Man." Yeah. The, you have a song called "Signed Epstein's Mom." Mom, yeah. You were like ahead of the game, man. <laughs> yes, like, yes. tell welcome me about that. So, you know, yeah, it's welcome back, Cotter. So, you know, a, a lot of it comes from. But this is Jeffrey we, Epstein that you're just that you were. Signed Epstein's mom. No, no. Oh, father, no. So. So welcome back, Cotter. You know, Gabe Kaplan. Oh, God. yeah. Okay. So Epstein would come in. And he'd give Mr. Cotter a note and it would say signed Epstein's mom. Got you. Okay. Yes. I didn't put that together. When I first saw that, I was like, no way. Like he already, he was like way deep into the Epstein conspiracy. No, like God. 2012. Oh, <laughs> right. No, I'm broke. Oh. Fucking, I work at a school, man. Yeah. I was going <laughs> to say, like, you're like breaking I, I, I got, news, man. Yeah. I got a daughter. So fuck that dude. 
Um, yeah, oh, yeah, no, I, I figured, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, yeah. everyone's kind of like, fuck that dude. But it was like, I but didn't no, know if amazing. you knew about it. Back then? Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was like, yeah, shit. I'm <laughs> right now if I fucking knew that. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> like a fucking dance union. No, it's yeah. so funny. It, it's all, you know, like, like we toyed really with like, Fuck, let's call it Rocky One, Rocky Two, or we'd be like, yeah. we'd call it like one, Rambo right? Two, <laughs> yeah, you know, or fucking Godfather One, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because you know, people always ask, like, the songs are really kind of shit, you know, when we were young, like, just stuff that that kind of breaks, like Rambo Two. You know, I remember going to see that in the theater with my dad. It was amazing, you know what I mean? Um, so it, it, all those song titles have a meaning you know they all kind of harken back to when shit was much easier you know what i mean right. you woke up you ate you know what i mean you did your thing you went to bed right you weren't i wasn't fucking paying bills you know what i mean i wasn't it was literally just you know a much 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 easier time in your life uh so that you know th- th- that's what it kind of all goes back to and also we have that you know in our mind like some you know some guy reading it and be like you know like what you know what does this have to do with it you know it doesn't. So just kind of, you know, let it go, man. Breathe. You know, th- there's still, I'm, I'm sure that there are people that are like, eh, this is not, you know, guess what? Fuck yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like if, if you're going to get that serious into it, we're probably not the band for you. You know what I mean? Like, right. If, if you're going to get hung up on a song title, uh, you know, I mean, there's so, you know, stop. Uh, you know what I mean? You can't take yourself that seriously. Or you're going to burn yourself the fuck out. Um, so, you know, so, yeah, shit has to be, uh, you know, sometimes on the lighter side uh, with, you know, titles and stuff. But yeah, you know, we still get asked, like, I did an interview. He's like, is this about, you know, Jodan Baker? I'm like, do you fucking think I know this dude? Like, fucking <laughs> Paul was cool. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he was fucking great in Cape Fear. Now I don't know who the fuck Jodan Baker is. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? You know, like Christ, like no. Are you friends with them? Yeah, like no. You fucking or you know, like no. I didn't know the magnificent Morocco. He's fucking, you know. But yeah. when we were young, like wrestling was huge in the eighties. You know, right, right, right. Yeah, people ask these questions and be like, "What do you think? I'm fucking seventy years old and, and <laughs> in North Carolina? Like, no, I don't know these motherfuckers. Like, oh, Jesus Christ, you know. So there are times where you just like. What in the motherfucker you talking? You know, so <laughs> those characters, you're like, you know what? Next, you know, like, uh, hey man, like, if you like, I, you know, it, it is what it is. And but yeah, some people want to get so deep about that shit, and you're like, that's just a fucking name. It has nothing to do with anything. I you figured know? as much. That's yeah. why I was like, when I played the song, I'm like, okay, yeah. I get this band. <laughs> yeah. But it was like, then I would go through this other song titles, and I was like, oh, these right. are really good. And when right. I, but I will say that with the Epstein's mom, I didn't know that I didn't put the welcome back Carter <laughs> thing together. Cause I was like already like way into, I was like, my mind went straight to like Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> I was like, that's we, we'll funny. Like just cause yeah. that guy's such a piece of shit. And if you had like yeah. signed Epstein's mom, like, yeah, yeah. she birthed this guy. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> never, met, never met him or her. 
just to- right but just to even have the name like even if it was an, it had nothing to do with the song i was like damn that's pretty funny yeah. like yeah, 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 to, yeah, to yeah. call out like how, you know how terrible he was, but then like the thing about amazing his like, mom. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. And by the way, fuck your mom. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I knew this shit eleven yeah, years. I knew before. this way yeah. exactly. Yeah, That's why I was yeah. like, damn, I like you knew he, when I was nine. You know, I was yeah. like, who did who did he know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Well, Gaff, thank you so much, dude, for doing yeah. this. This has been a lot of fun. I yeah, appreciate your time. Too. Yeah, and if I, you never hear anything, yeah, hit me. Hit me I would love that. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. Uh, I have one more question for you, actually. Sure, man. Yeah. Go, though. I want to yeah. know if you have any advice for aspiring artists. Sure. Um, yeah, and I was actually just having a discussion about that. Enjoy what you do. Like the minute it, be, it becomes a pain in your ass, you got to do something different. Um, and, and the reason I say that is because you know when you're playing. If, if, if you look like it's a chore, people, people will know, you know what I mean? You, you can't fake um, enjoyment. You know, you, you can't fake like having a good time. And, and music should be something where you, you should love it and you should let people like get off on it. Um, it's just really right from the heart. Like, you know, don't overanalyze. Like if you listen to something like Breathe by Pink Floyd, Breathe in the air. Oh yeah, great. You know song. what I mean? Like that fucking whole album is so simplistic, but it so resonates. Everyone gets it. Like, you know, everyone has gone through all that stuff. So I would say, you know, just be truthful when you're writing. You know, it's it's way easier to sing. It's way easier to perform, and really, it's it's much more therapeutic. And have fun. Like, play the shit you want to play. And, and, and I and I would say definitely. Don't get pigeonholed into one genre. Like, if you dig certain kind of music, that's what, you know, you should be able to put all different aspects uh, into stuff that you want to do. You know, you'll enjoy it and people will enjoy it more. Um, So, yeah, I mean, have fun and just enjoy, you know, enjoy it. The more you enjoy it, the more other people are going to enjoy it. Yeah.